1: Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding! Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details
0: Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more.
2: For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: and welcome back to KLP entertainment live from KLP studios I'm Mike Daniels and you're tuned into sports talk Jameron season is over because of a shoulder injury the Grizzlies say he needs surgery Jameron season is over with the Memphis Grizzlies announcing Monday night that their star guard needs surgery to repair a tear in his right shoulder Morant got hurt in practice on Saturday, the Grizzlies said. The two-time All-Star was in a sling for the Grizzlies' game against Phoenix on Sunday, and then the news came a day later about how serious they issue us. Following ongoing soreness and instability, Morant underwent an MRI that revealed an underlying labral tear, the Grizzlies said. Morant missed the first 25 games of the season while serving an NBA suspension for displaying a gun on social media, his second such suspension in less than a year, after missing eight games last season for a similar offense. He returned from the 25-game suspension and averaged 25.1 points in nine games, with the Grizzlies going 6-3 in those contests. Teehee Grizzlies are 7-20 without Morant this season, are 4-1-2 games out of the final play in spot in the Western Conference, and now have to go the rest of the way without their best player. A playoff push with Morant didn't seem completely unreasonable. Without him, the long odds just got much longer. It seems as though the severity of the shoulder issue caught the Grizzlies off guard on sunday grizzlies coach taylor jenkins said morant was dealing with soreness and even went as far as to say he it would be a game time decision against the suns morant is in the first season of a five-year 197 million dollars contract he's earning about 34 million dollars this season though lost about $7.6 million of that because of the 25-game suspension.
3: So Bill Belichick is still under contract. The Patriots could, if they intended to, trade Bill Belichick to a team. And my guess is he's done in New England, and they're considering that, but they don't want to take too long to build a new staff. Any time you're going to make a move with a company, any company, you have to identify what the problem is. In New England, where do we start? How about everything? The offensive roster is weak. The skill level's low. The staff, not very good. They can't draft the last decade. It is a dated, tone-deaf defensive culture in an offensive league congrats build grumpy bill a statue giving him a new coordinators not solving the problems they've got major issues everywhere and the downside in life to those who collect power eventually you'll be held responsible bill is he controlled every inch of this franchise and they didn't score a touchdown in five of their games. Blow it up. Get an offensive-leaning coach. Smart young people who aren't tone-deaf to the right side of the ball. Stop spending all your money on defense. Go get a quarterback, draft one and elevate him, and get a staff. Nobody related to the coach. Sorry, that's the way the best operations are run. Get a real scouting department. This is a full demo. What do they do well? Well, Bill is a great defensive head coach. And that matters. to D'Amico Ryan's made the playoff. Mike Tomlin did too. So Bill's a great defensive mind. Nobody, nobody doubts that. But good luck working alongside Bill. A general manager worth his salt should just do it himself because they have a lot of catching up to do they're not close I mean Buffalo keeps finding young players backs wide receivers corners Buffalo's fast Buffalo's twitchy Miami I mean even the Jets have one side of the ball right with great athletes so the New England Patriots what you don't want to become is the Chicago Bears where the highlight of every season is honoring players who were great years ago. Gross. You don't wanna be the Bears. That's their highlight. Let's go back and remember the, no, let's not. Let's get it right. Let's get it offensive. Let's get somebody else drafting. To me, I'd start over. I I don't think you can work alongside people with this much money, power, and legacy. These many rings you're going to work under. People are going to be intimidated. Uh, Bill's not as collaborative as you would hope. I've been hearing this for a decade that come January, midway through, he waves off the scouting department. I'll take the draft from here. Yeah, I know. I've seen it. It's been awful forever, especially on the offensive skill side. So I think they're going to move on. I think they should build a statue. But romanticizing the past does nothing for tomorrow. Eh, who am I kidding? Uh, When Nick Sirianni got hired, he had a press conference. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. My sources, and I asked him about Sirianni, said i'm not sure if he's ready he's a good football guy he's a little young i'm not sure if he's ready he's not sean mcveigh he can't build a culture he's not scheme guy like kyle shanahan he looks a little over his head um i had picked philly to win the vision but both jay mac and i said they're not gonna look the same you can't lose shane steichen who could be the next you know mcveigh or kyle shanahan and be the same so they had a great pass rush uh, it's below average now uh they had a dynamic uh clean offense they're now a turnover plague mess they had four more yesterday the question becomes what do they do well it reminds me a lot of a better version of the LA Chargers. I'm always concerned when a team ages poorly, meaning the longer the coach is there, the less they do well. What does Philadelphia do well? It's pretty clear there is a direct correlation between former offensive coordinator and now head coach with the Colts, Shane Steichen, and Nick Sirianni winning. Because the longer he's gone, the worse they get. They they were gutless yesterday. That that they didn't even compete. And so like every week with Brandon Staley, right? Remember Brandon Staley with the Chargers? Hey, we'll get there. We'll get there. We don't lose badly and they lost badly. And then you're like, yeah, the team's quit. That that, that that had a borderline team quit feel. And that's Philadelphia, a winning culture. So uh, after the game, you know, Sirianni went into a bag of cliches. He's not great at the mic. Sometimes he's not great on the sideline, but that was ugly down 24, nothing at one point. To the Giants, a division rival, where generally division games are competitive and close, even if a team's much better or much worse. I don't know what to make of it. I think I like them against Tampa. Tampa didn't look great yesterday. I'm not sure I do, but what would concern me, again, If you look at your football team, like the New York Giants are a great example, you may be unhappy, but I could certainly argue, offensively, they're getting more production than the talent they have. Like the Giants, I'm like, I think they're well coached, I just don't think they're very good. There are teams in this league that I don't think have the right personnel. I mean, like Arizona, Like Arizona fights, Arizona moves the ball. They have great quarterback. There are things about Arizona I think they do well and they're really limited. Philadelphia's got good O-line, D-line play. They got playoff experience. They got Hall of Famers. What do they do well? That concerns me. Like I've said before, I don't have to love you as a coach, but Chicago's defense for most of the last two months, the defense played pretty well. It's a defensive head coach. They did some things pretty well. Philadelphia is not doing anything well, and that looked like quitting. And so they're, they're, I, I would not be shocked. Philadelphia is a very unique organization. They've moved off Super Bowl winning coaches, winning coaches, and Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. They moved off Wentz and Nick Foles and Chip Kelly and Doug Peterson, Andy Reed. Okay, Andy Reed dominated, got to a lot five, I think NFC championships. So a lot of teams that move off coaches regularly, you see, is chaotic. Philadelphia is not. So if Sirianni came out and just laid an egg, and they got beat. You know, 27 to 7, 27 to 10 against Tampa, I could see them making a move. Or I could see them going out and supplementing Sirianni play calling with a great young OC and paying big money to get it. But this is an organization that's not terribly patient, and they've got an excellent standard. And recent history tells you they also have a good eye for talent. Drafting, coaching, they got a good eye for talent. So, Philadelphia's not going to sit around and wait. They're they're not at all, one of the things I love about the Eagles, they're not beholden to three years ago in statues. Like, they'll go get the best guy available. And if Ben Johnson said tomorrow, yeah, I want your job with Jalen Hurts over the Chargers job or this job or that job, I think they'd make a move.
2: Buffalo ultimately is the team you can trust in this division. And you saw the overwhelming talent and natural ability of Josh Allen was on display. And Tua's clear limitations were. Tua, for the record, his first half numbers are amazing. His second half numbers, nine touchdowns, eight picks all year. He's a guy, once he's off the brilliant script of his head coach. Josh Allen, not about the script. It's not about the coach. It's about the dude. Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen are so gifted, otherworldly, that they can have bad nights. Josh was the only person beating Josh last night, couple of bad picks, three turnovers, and he overcomes it on the road on sheer talent. Stuff that almost nobody else on the planet can do. Think about the year for the Bills. Head coaching drama, Von Miller a controversy, offensive coordinator fired. Stephon Diggs unhappy, injuries to the defense. Nah, eh. Josh Allen blows through all of it. You're looking at a guy. It is, it's John Elway, bigger, stronger, faster. The best quarterback is winning these divisions. Aaron Rodgers in the AFC East isn't close to Josh Allen, the talent. And Tua is ordinary off script. You look at these numbers last night on the road. 473 yards 8.2 yards a pass 30 of 38 against Vic Fangio 38 minutes of ball control the last 12 times Miami has faced Buffalo Josh Allen is 11 and 1 the environment and the circumstances whatevs he wins Remember the story Brady was going to own the Dolphins or part of him? Josh Allen does. He's right up the street. He will dominate this division until he's out of his prime, which is probably six or seven years. He is otherworldly, and Buffalo, he willed them to the number two seed. Most everybody bailed on this franchise when they lost to Philadelphia in overtime. And I said, no, no, hold on. It's still Josh Allen. It's a good organization. They're finding a running game. This is one of their better offensive lines go with the best player in the division and that's Josh Allen and it's not particularly close. It's not a Belichick division. It's not an Aaron division. It's not a Mike McDaniel and a fast receiver in Miami division. This division will be owned because by the way, this was a year where they had the OC fire, head coach drama, receiver unhappy, controversy, injuries. This was a year that it didn't go right. It wasn't perfect. Coaching changes midseason, and he still wins it. It tugged to the final minute of the regular season, but the truth almost always comes out. When he made that run off to the right, and I was thinking to myself, these are pro athletes. These are people that were the best athlete in their high school, college, often in their position at the draft, and Josh Allen is running through them on the road. Uh, that play to me, it it was a little Steve Young. It was a little Brett Favre. It was a little Lamar Jackson. But that that scramble, uh, just intuitive understanding, and then at 6'6", six, six, leans forward and gets the first. That's why whenever I hear these analytic people, winning is not a quarterback stat. Reverse the quarterbacks. Miami wins last night. And that's not a shot at McDaniel. Tyree killed two. Of- Josh is just different. All right, Packers made the playoffs. Green Bay, and man, you talk about rare. It's like lottery rare, appears to have hit on a third straight quarterback. Now, they're 9-8. They're not 13-4. They're not 12-5. They had to win yesterday to get in, and they're an underdog and should be by a touchdown or so in the playoffs. But here's what's true and indisputable. If you go to Aaron Rodgers' last 10 games last year with mostly the same dudes and Jordan loves final 10 games this year, it's not close. Passer rating, touchdown interception, completion, win-loss. Jordan's better than Aaron now. For both players, it was a home game. They were favored. They were facing a franchise in division which doesn't have a great recent winning culture. Aaron stunk. Jordan was amazing and you know what what's really cool not just the stats Green Bay if you're comparing Aaron and Jordan has a team first locker room unifier reasonably paid ascending in his prime wildly athletic quarterback and it was completely on display yesterday mission accomplished it doesn't matter if they lose at Dallas it's one of the youngest teams to ever make the playoffs it's offensively it's kids everywhere and i think they probably eventually have to get the defense right from coaching to personnel it doesn't quite feel right but mission accomplished they could go on the road and get smoked this this is not it's unfair to label this as a super bowl team san francisco buffalo kansas city san you know baltimore those teams there's pressure on those teams this team's like houston they're playing with house money Mission accomplished. They found their quarterback and simultaneously when you juxtapose Justin Fields, who's got weapons too, and Jordan Love, it gave the Bears a reminder who gets quarterback right in this division and who owns the division over the last 30 years. Chicago, you're on the clock. Green Bay, welcome to the playoffs. Again, four years, three months. In October, it looked like he couldn't play. Lafleur was grumbling post-game at the podium. It's growth, and one of the things we always thought was crucial, moving off Aaron, was that generationally, Jordan is this roster. He's young, they're young. Music, tech, lifestyle, he hangs with them. Doesn't feel like a father figure in the locker room. Brady often talked about that as he got older, his teammates got younger. As a quarterback gets more expensive, you have to get cheaper, and that means you have to get younger. Jordan Love fits, ascending, team-first, unifier, athletic, going into his prime, and the Packers now are getting quite a deal financially. That's not going to last long.